Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant Mahoney. And I want to just share a little bit about you with you today about changing or shifting dimensions because this is such an important thing for us to begin to understand. And um, just share a little bit of story. Recently, my wife and I went over to the UK for a conference that we had there, and it was an incredible, incredible conference. I mean, there were so many amazing things that happened at this event that really stood out to me, but it was it was a very, very powerful event, and we had, um, I don't know, over 200 people were there, and basically we administrated a lot of stuff for this new place where we're going right now, because there's, there's a huge shift happening on the earth, and especially as we come in out of the whole COVID era, and we're moving into something different. Yahweh is about to do something new. And it was very, very interesting to actually watch and see what actually happened at this event. I mean, the angelic activity was just at a whole nother level. And um, during the event, I was in the spirit most of the time, just constantly seeing all this incredible stuff that was happening. And um, I mean, even one of the times during the worship, they'd actually disconnected everything and you could still hear the instruments playing with no one over there. And so it was like there was this um, something happening with the angelic realm that was beginning to usher in a new day. And um, it was just, it was just so unique and just so wonderful. And the other thing that was phenomenal was just being together with people again, as this is really the first big event that we've been to since um, all the COVID stuff happened and so it was so good to see friends of ours and different people that we've connected with in the past and and it was an amazing amazing time and if you get an opportunity um, you should try and go to Ignite Hubs International and actually purchase the conference I'm not even sure if, if it is going to be on sale but I think it's it would definitely be a life-changing event for you to listen to if, you, if you're going to do something like that but during the conference, there was so much stuff that happened. And when I look at the the earth today and I look at Christianity, I think we're in a very precarious position and and things are not looking really good. When I see all the stuff of the earth and, and of the flesh that's infiltrating the church, it actually really scares me. And, and, and I listen to some of the stuff that people are sharing and, and some of the things that believers are actually buying into and it just shocks me and it troubles my heart. And I'm just going to be honest with you because a lot of the stuff that's being taught out there is absolutely just pure false doctrine. And what I love about this tribe of people that I'm with is we do address some of the hard topics that others don't want to talk about. And, and you know what? It's not about, I'm not pointing fingers at any person. I'm pointing fingers at a doctrine that is very, very false. The doctrine like to give you some examples, I mean, just recently heard someone saying that the God of the Old Testament is not the same as the God of the New Testament, and that the God of the Old Testament is actually Lucifer. And I mean, it's like crazy, you know, because Yahweh, the word even says that I never change on the same yesterday, today and forever. And so just because we have bought into this false hyper love, doesn't mean that the God of the Old Testament is not the same God. So in other words, the Jews were worshipping someone else. I mean, their whole story, like everything with everyone in the Bible that's in the Old Testament, Abraham, I mean, Abraham um, Noah, Elijah, Elisha, all of them were wrong because they were serving some false God. I mean, that's just crazy. And then there's all other things that, that I've spoken about before. And, 
and and it really troubles me when when people say things like that and 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 it scares me that so many christians are buying into it and i think one of the reasons that they're buying into it is because of their their brokenness and i love the tribe because we try to stick to the plumb line there has to be a thread to the truth and there has to be a thread to the word of god and it ha- things have to be confirmed in, in in the word and and if you can't do that then there's 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 big issues and so anyway um i i just really feel that this particular event was pivotal to where we're moving as a group of believers and um one of the things that I, I shared on during the conference, and I'll, I'll share very briefly, was to do with shifting dimensions, because I really believe that we're in a place now where we need to move into a different dimension. And we, we know that scripture in Luke 19, 12 and 13, where he said, therefore, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. I mean, that is just something incredible is that he went to receive a kingdom. And I just want to like point something out to you, that anything that you're entering into that you're not doing right now means literally that you're entering into a foreign country, going into a foreign territory. But the thing that we have to understand is the reason we're entering a foreign territory, the reason we're moving into something else is to receive that kingdom and then to return because there's something that you've got to get, that you've got to bring back. And, and it's so important. And then it, it carries on. And he said, and he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, occupy till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a message after him saying, we will not have this man reign over us. And it came to pass. And when he had, was returned, having received the kingdom, then he commanded these servants to be called unto him to whom he had given the money that he might know how much he, um, every man had gained by trading. You see, I love, I love this version of the scripture because it uses the words that we use. And, you know, I honestly believe it's not the will of Yahweh for his children to be working in full-time jobs. Now, I know a lot of us have to and we're there, but I really believe there's a way for us to learn how to trade and to begin to shift out of that. And I really believe that with all my heart. And then in verse 16, it says, Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound has gained 10 pounds. In other words, 10 pounds. So everything he gave, remember he gave 10 pounds. So one person was able to gain what that Lord had invested for everyone in the kingdom. I mean, that is incredible. And when you look at his reward, it says, And and he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over 10 cities. Authority over 10 cities. So basically... If we want to have authority in cities, you see, we can't just have prayer meetings about it. We've got to trade something. We've got to actually take some of our hard-earned money and trade it into something and give it into something because that opens the city to you. And when you learn how to trade and when you learn how to turn money around and begin to make more money because that's what the wealthy do because, I mean, we're all trying to, we're all working for money, but they make their money work for them. And when we learn how to do that, then cities are going to open up to us. Because that's incredible. And so he moves from being a servant to being one that has authority over 10 cities. And the second came saying, Lord, the pound hath gained five pounds. And he said, likewise to him, be thou over five cities. So that's exactly the same thing. And he gives him authority over five cities. And then the next one comes and obviously he doesn't. And, 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 and another came saying, Lord, behold, here is thy pound, which I've kept laid up in a napkin because I feared 
thee, because thou art an austere man, thou takest up that thou layest not down, and reapest that thou did not sow. And he said unto him, Out of thine own mouth will I judge thee, thou wicked servant. Thou knewest that I was an austere man, taking up a, that I laid not down, and reaping that I did not sow. Wherefore then gavest not thou money to the bank, that at my coming I might have required my own with usury? And he said unto them that stood by, Take from him the pound, and give it to him that hath ten pounds. And so there's an aspect in, in, in the kingdom today that I, I guess we can call it, dwarfism in a spiritual sense because you can be in the kingdom of Yahweh which is very progressive the kingdom of Yahweh is constantly expanding it's never ending it's a it's an ever-expanding kingdom it doesn't slow down for anything it's constantly like if you look at the the universe now they'll say it's like however big 34 billion miles across but tomorrow it'll be 34 billion 187 million miles across and the next day even more and even more and even more and so the problem is we have this kingdom that's expanding, but we have so many believers that are not expanding. So many believers that are stuck in the same dimension. So many things. And you can see this is quite evident in marriages when one partner wants to move forward with Yahweh and the other doesn't. And then obviously things don't work out well because um, you can't have that happening. And so this can be in any situation. It can be in a job. It can be in a friendship, a ministry. When one of you wants to grow and the other doesn't want to grow, then we're going to have serious issues. And so what happens in is in the dimensional world, in the world of dimensions, which are all around us, when we, like if I'm talking about going to another level, because at some point at your life, you have to be really tired of being a 40 watt light bulb, you know. And the thing, what does it take to start a 40 watt light bulb? What does it take to keep a 40 watt light bulb on? Electricity. But it takes that same electricity to put on a thousand watt light bulb. But the thing is this, is that if you and I refuse to grow, and, and you can see that in people who don't want to grow, you sit in their body language, you sit in their attitude, you say certain things to them, and they get angry and all kinds of stuff, because there's a part of them that just refuses to grow. And what's going to happen is you're going to stay in the land of dwarves, where everything in your world is small. And I believe there's an invitation right now where Yahweh wants to take us into a time where we are going to grow and we're going to move into something very, very different. And so I really believe we're, we're in the day right now where Yahweh is preparing us to shift um, dimensions and begin to to move. And so what, what Yeshua is giving us here in that scripture is an example. He's saying in terms of ruling, I am looking for people that can enter into certain kingdoms and get in those kingdoms and trade. That's what he was literally saying. He says, because if you can get into that kingdom or that thing with a pound, with just one pound, and you can get into that kingdom and you can begin to spin that pound and use that pound and begin to multiply that pound and create 10 other pounds, then you're going to have authority over cities. Then cities are going to open up to you. And so the, the thing that we have issues with is, um, is so many Christians hate the topic of money. But money is one of the most powerful things that there is. And I want to tell you, friends and family, without money, we are never going to change anything. And we've really, really got to learn how to start trading and how to start taking this and throwing it down so we can get something that comes, that, that we can begin to, to grow. And so, um, let me just see. The thing is this, you know, we can like, um, 
We can pray, we can fast, we can do all kinds of things, but a city is never going to open up to who you are and what you are. But the thing is this, is that if you learn how to manage money, if you learn how to trade, then a city is going to open the doors to you anytime, because what makes a city go around is money. And so, I and, I, and I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you from a different dimension, because when Yeshua was on the earth, you've got to understand this, Yeshua walked in a dimension that we still got to try and find. Not one time in scripture did he ever rebuke Lucifer, not one time. He, show me, try and find a verse. Yeshua never went into what we call spiritual warfare. You know, he never ever said, uh, you spirit of Jezebel, I come to you in the name of my father and all kinds of stuff like that. Not one time, even in the temptation of Yeshua, Yeshua didn't tell the devil to get behind him. Not once. And so, because why? There's another level of spiritual warfare. And and the thing is, like, we've got to learn how to step into that into that place of, of spiritual, of, of, of rest where... The enemy can't even find us because we're in a different dimension. And so, um, like sometimes when we used to fly from our home in Palmerston North to Auckland, we get on these small prop planes. And, you know, I'd often look out the window and there you'd see like a 737 flying by. And, and this is what I'm trying to point out. They're both airplanes, but on different dimensions, if you understand what I'm saying. And so the deal is this, is that we've been praying the kinds of prayers in our dimension, binding the devil, rebuking the devil. And that's okay. And sometimes it's got to be done. But there's a, there is a dimension where Yeshua lived, where not once did he ever bind the devil. Did he ever say to the devil, do you want a peace on me? Even on the cross, when the demons are screaming at him, Yeshua said, you know, he never ever said, wait till I get down here. I'm going to beat the living daylights out of you, all, all kinds of stuff. Where when, when he's on the cross and the demons are there, the soldiers are casting lots for his da, uh, his his garments, the Lucifer wants his anointing. Yeshua, not one time did he give them any attention. All he says is, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. They don't know. And so not one time did he rebuke the devil because he was living in another dimension. And you know what? We can pray for the sick, we and we must pray for the sick because it's it's in Scripture. But there's a different dimension that exists, a dimension that where sickness cannot live in that arena. I believe that's something that John G. Lake had found when they put the plague on his hand and it died. There's an, a dimension that exists where there's no poverty. And so we can do all kinds of amazing stuff. And the thing that we've got to remember is what Yeshua did was he, he literally out-dimensionalized the, the, the enemy. And so I want to encourage you that if you can get a hold of these teachings, you need to get a hold of them. Um, and you need to listen to it. But it's time to shift. It's time to change. It's time to move into something new. And we are coming into very interesting days. And some of them might be scary. But let me tell you something. When you're living out of another dimension, there's going to be no fear. Because in that dimension, when we begin to walk in that level of authority and that level of power, that's going to be something different. And, and you, are, you guys know I often talk about the Celtic saints and the power that they moved in, even the power that Solomon moved in. Well, I really believe what they had found was a dimension that they lived out of. And we've got to start finding those dimensions. They're still there. They're ancient dimensions, the ancient path. And when we find those paths and we begin to walk in those paths, we are going to shake the earth and we are going to change the earth. And Christ is going to be revealed like he's never been revealed before. We are in some of the most exciting and phenomenal days that have ever existed. And 
it's just wonderful to be in this time and this day and this age. And you've got to change your attitude. You've got to shift dimensions even within your mind. I just want to bless you, bless your households, and thank you for listening. Awesome. Thank you, guys.